0: The politicians are the virus. I wish I was gay. The gays have all the fun. Gay literally means happy. If They control the narrative. They control reality. Oh, you're the boss? Well, Papa's serving man meat tonight. Most people wanna be told how to think because they don't know how to think. Yeah, man. Maybe I am dumb. Government is a tool of the elite to fix the rules of the game in their favor. Fauci jerked off a pangolin, and now we all have COVID. You think you're free just because you can't see the cage they keep you in? You ain't free. It's us against them, guys. Get out there and spread that love and liberty. Let's go. Welcome to The Dad Presents, where we pledge allegiance only to family and principles. Please hit subscribe on YouTube and Rumble right now. And if you're watching, you can obviously see the glorious new artwork we've, we've got going on. I've got a talented cartoonist from my hometown, Barwick, Pennsylvania. Go Dogs! woo hoo! Drawing up these beautiful cartoons that he matched up with some of the phrases y'all hear us say every show. Uh, it's by Jared Brown, and you can find all his art on Instagram at Studios. And uh, the new intro you hear is from listener Stephen Parker in Florida. He took, took our theme song and added some show highlights to it. Hope you like it. I sure did. Thanks, fellas. Now, I'd like to start this show by thanking Joe Biden for shutting down the virus.
1: What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus, not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus.
0: I'm going to shut down the virus.
1: I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus.
0: Thank you, Joe Biden, for shutting down COVID. You did it. Now, in just a few minutes, we're going to be spreading love and liberty with nobody. We got no guest. We had an awesome guest lined up, but uh, guess what? He got COVID and he canceled. And now me and my whole family have COVID and our Panama vacation, which was supposed to start today, is canceled forever. Yay, everyone has COVID. So welcome to The Dad Presents COVID Extravaganza Bonanza Blowout. Listen, even though there's no guest, I promise this is not going to be just me running my mouth for an hour and being annoying and loud and pants-wetting sexy for 60 minutes. I've prepared some clips for you fine folks to keep you entertained. And if you didn't yet listen to the last podcast with Dr. Corey, who is the head and founder of the FLCCC Turn this show off right now. Go back to the last one and listen to that man spit flaming hot truth nuggets of fire at Fauci and the establishment. It was an incredible show and shed a lot of light and a lot of truths on a lot of things they've been keeping you in the dark about. So anyway, my family, we were taking ivermectin to prevent getting COVID because it works But we had to stop taking it for a short while because we were running low on supplies and we wanted to save the rest for our actual trip to Panama. We couldn't get more ivermectin in America because as uh, Dr. Corey explained in the last show, we are in a pharma state where the pharmaceutical companies call the shots and they don't want you to have ivermectin because ivermectin is free intellectual property and they can't make no money on it. But of course, Pfizer is now making their own little version of ivermectin. It's less efficient and will cost 200 times as much, but that's the state of the nation these days. Anyway, when I got the results that we were all COVID positive in this house, and we're COVID positive right now, I'm in full COVID mode right now, five days in. I feel fucking great, 90%, because I got back on the ivermectin and it it works. But anyway, when I found out we all had COVID, I went outside. And I told my unvaccinated nine-year-old who was shooting hoops. And I said, yo, Kyra, you're COVID positive. And he said, cool. And he kept shooting hoops. Uh, That's how much he cared because he wasn't really sick. And this disease is not dangerous to otherwise healthy children. Same with my other kid. He had a fever, Keller. He's 12. He had a fever for about six minutes. And then he returned to being obsessed with his new virtual reality games. But of course, now that we all have COVID in this house, we have no shortage of people telling us we screwed up by not getting our kids vaccinated, including our pediatrician, who's telling us that we should get them vaccinated as soon as they're well. (laughs) Bro, you're a doctor. Follow the science. And by science, I don't mean Fauci. I mean, follow the math, follow the data. Math don't lie, bro. The vaccines pose a greater statistical danger to children than the virus does. Just look at the data on VARs and on the CDC. And now my kids got COVID and they recovered with ease and they have natural antibodies that are better than your weak-ass vaccine. So stop pushing pharmaceutical drugs on my kids. I'm tired of people parroting propaganda from the pharmaceutical machine and passing it off as science. Since when do we look to Moderna and Pfizer to be the leaders in our scientific community? Just follow the math, follow the data. Math, don't lie. So now, you know, right now, we have record numbers of COVID in the country. We have like double the previous record of daily cases. So it's obviously time to lock down again, right? That's the right strategy, right? Because it worked so well last time and it wasn't a mistake last time, right? Right? Hey, guy, either lock us down or admit that it was a mistake last time. That's all. Be a man of character. Either lock us down again. Fauci, you see my Fauci guy right here? Either lock it down again because it was so effective or say, hey, guys, guess what? We fucked up last time. We're changing course. Be a man of character. But they don't do that. In this episode today, we're going to hear the Fauci COVID regime backpedal on all the things they've gotten wrong, pretending like it's all new information, even though some people got it right for two years straight. Once we learned the four of us were infected, I started inquiring with my doctors about getting early treatment, wanted to get some monoclonal antibodies, but guess what? I was told they're in short supply and that to qualify... We either had to have asthma, or diabetes, or, wait for it, we had to come from an at-risk community, and I think everybody knows what that is code for. It means it ain't for you, Whitey. If you've been paying attention to politics and social issues in the last decade, and you didn't know any better, you might think that the powers that be were trying to pit the races against each other. kind of seems like that. Just imagine, okay, imagine for a second, your mother gets COVID and she dies because she couldn't get treatment because she didn't come from an at-risk community. Now, I bet you'd be pretty mad. I mean, I imagine you would be nearly as mad as some of the brown people in the Middle East who grew up with no parents because our government was dropping bombs on them for two decades. Do you see how the policies of our government create future problems for the country and future turmoil and turn citizen against citizen? It's absolutely disgusting. It's amazing right now we have stockpiles of vaccines that nobody wants, just sitting on the shelves going bad, but we have effective treatments like monoclonal antibodies that are being rationed. And we have effective treatments like ivermectin that you can't get because they will go after a doctor's license if he prescribes it. So, yeah, everyone's getting COVID. But hey, it's not because the vaccines don't work, guys. That's not why everyone's getting COVID right now. It has nothing to do with ineffective vaccines. Everyone is getting COVID because we now have a new group of people. They're called the vaccinated vulnerable.
2: Their hospitalized patients right now are part of a group called the vaccinated vulnerable. Dr. Amy Telleron with the Cleveland Clinic treats people who are in the hospital with the virus. She says the vaccinated vulnerable can include the elderly and people who are immunocompromised.
0: So, yay, we got a new political buzzword, the vaccinated vulnerable. It's an alliteration, so it's catchy. So expect to keep hearing this new buzzword frequently. So who are the vaccinated vulnerable, you might ask? Who are these vaccinated vulnerable that need to be hospitalized? Well, they are the sick and elderly and immunocompromised. In other words, they're the same GD people that were getting hospitalized before the vaccine. So the vaccine changed nothing. But you know, the tune is beginning to change with the mainstream media right now. And even with my guy Fauci right here, they're slowly starting to admit that they've been wrong about everything without actually admitting it, right? They're admitting they've been wrong by changing course without actually saying the words we were wrong. Doctors came on both mainstream weekend political shows, Face the Nation and Meet the Press, both of the last two weeks, and announced to the world that cloth masks don't work because COVID is an aerosol disease. And they acted like this is new information. They acted like it's Brand new information that cloth masks don't work against aerosol disease. Like, this is brand new, cutting edge information that they discovered for you, and they're bringing it to you now, two years later. Now, never mind the fact that anybody, including myself, who has a microbiology class in college already knew this because it's basic stuff. It's like the second week of microbiology class. This is something you're going to learn. But the crazy thing is, The people I'm still in touch with from my microbiology class 25 years ago, I can tell from their Facebook that 90% of them threw their education right out the window and went with the democratic talking points about cloth masks because people in authority told them that cloth masks work. So you have educated people throwing away their education to trust authority. It's goddamn embarrassing, man. Seriously, I'm... I'm embarrassed for my classmates when I see this kind of stuff going on for the past two years. Listen to Dr. Scott Gottlieb on Face the Nation. He was the commissioner of the FDA, okay, and then he just slid on over to a job with Pfizer, which is pretty much the standard career trajectory for anyone with a powerful government job. You know, you give favorable regulation to the industry you're supposed to regulate And then when you retire from government, just slide on over there and collect a seven figure salary on the back end. Should that be legal? Should it be legal? Should it be legal to work for government and be in charge of regulation of an industry? And then when you're done regulating the industry to go work for that industry and collect millions of dollars. I don't know, man. That seems like the very definition of conflict of interest to me. Anyway, here's what Dr. Gottlieb said about cloth masks.
1: What do you tell parents? Are cloth masks just not good enough anymore? Cloth
2: masks aren't going to provide a lot of protection. That's the bottom line. This is an airborne illness. We now understand that. And a cloth mask is not going to protect you from a virus that spreads through airborne uh, transmission. It could protect better through droplet transmission, something like the flu, but not something like this
0: coronavirus. (laughs) Oh, Is that so, Dr. Gottlieb? We know now that COVID is airborne. Hmm. We didn't know that in April of 2020. Hmm. Well, I mean, maybe you didn't know Dr. Gottlieb, but if you didn't know and we didn't know, then how come I knew? Hmm. How come I'm smarter than you, Dr. Gottlieb? You're a big shot, important doctor on TV collecting a seven-figure salary from Pfizer and I'm just some asshole with a big mouth. Aren't you embarrassed that I'm smarter than you? Or is that not the case? Am I not smarter than you? Are you just a big fat fucking liar? Because it can only be one of those two things. Because I said two years ago, cloth masks don't work against airborne disease. When you were telling everybody, wear a cloth mask, and now you're saying, cloth masks don't work against airborne disease. So which is it, doctor? Is you a dum-dum or is you a liar? If we're now saying the cloth masks don't work, all right, that's now being put out there in the mainstream. It's now the acceptable opinion. You won't get banned for it anymore. Are we still forcing kids to wear them in most places in the country, in schools, in airports, in restaurants? Because if you haven't been paying attention, let me remind you that kids are killing themselves in record numbers. Depression's at an all-time high. It's not unrelated to the fact that you've been forcing them to wear masks for two years. Not unrelated to the fact that they can't see their friends smile and that they're afraid to touch them. These are not independent events. People need human contact. People need facial cues. People need to see their buddies smile at them. So you still going to force them to wear those cloth masks, even though they don't work? What are you going to do? Your move. Well, there's good news in our kids' school district. They're no longer going to force the kids to wear the t-shirts over the faces anymore. Nope. They're going to upgrade to surgical masks. So basically, they abused our kids with the worthless masks for two years for no reason. Check their email. That's what they sent us. If medical grade masks work, cool. All right. Cool. They work. I guess we'll have the kids wear them during this COVID season for a few weeks. But first, first, before we do that, please admit That you just abused our kids for two years by making them wear cloth masks that don't work for absolutely no reason and caused a bunch of depression and suicide. Please admit it. Then we will comply. You want my compliance? Maybe admit your mistakes first. Otherwise, I just can't trust what you're saying now. These rules they put in place and demand of us and our children, they don't come without a heavy cost to society. Children are killing themselves in record numbers. That is happening. Their lies or their mistakes, depending on whether or not you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, is ruining a generation of children in America. Look at this kid.
2: And I feel like I've been in a state of
0: grief now for, what, two years? Grief that my kid will never go to a story time at the library. My kids haven't had birthday parties. My grandparents have never met my two-year-old. There's grief around what I've had to face through difficult conversations with loved ones. I feel grief over isolation. I feel grief that my kids have to grow up with a mom in survival mode and morning routine and access to dreams because it just feels like there's no end. Every day as a parent is assessing risk and trying to figure out what fat to trim, where can we make sacrifices in our life? That breaks my heart. Okay, I'm not going to be insensitive here. That breaks my heart. It, it really does. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart for that woman's children. It breaks my heart for that mom. It breaks my heart for the grandparents who have never even gotten to meet the child. We're talking about a two-year-old child who has never played with or touched another child in its life, never even met its grandparents. That's, that's not a healthy child. That person, that child is not going to grow up to become a positive force in society in 20 years. And she's not a bad mom. I, 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 don't, I don't blame that woman specifically. Now, I wish she would wake up and, and see the truth for herself, but it's not really her fault. She's not a bad mom. She's just trusting people she shouldn't trust. That woman loves her child. You can see it in her eyes. You know She's upset and she's doing what she thinks is best for her child, but she's mistaken because she doesn't think she's hurting her child. She's just simply following the advice of the trusted experts. We got to end this, guys. When I saw that, I just wanted to reach through the screen and, and grab that woman and hug her and be like, you know, you don't have to live this way, hun. It's okay. You don't have to torture your family this way. These people are lying to you. Let your kid go play. Let your kid meet your parents. Now, Fauci is admitting that cloth masks don't work. But how is he going to make that woman and her family whole again? Well, the answer is he can't. He can't. There's been permanent damage done. Okay, so what else has the Fauci regime admitted to recently? Well, the CDC has said, one, rapid antigen tests can't be trusted. Okay, we told you that two years ago. They said, number two, hospitalization numbers are inaccurate because they are counting people hospitalized with COVID instead of people only who are hospitalized because of COVID. We told you that. And number three, they've cut the quarantine time from 10 days to five. Because why? Well, not because of any science that has changed. They're cutting it because they need to take societal needs into consideration. I remember a really good looking guy with a big sausage nose saying in March of 2020 that before extending lockdowns beyond this 15 days, we need to take a time out and evaluate what the collateral damage might be from extended lockouts. Sounds similar to that, right? Sounds like they're changing from 10 days to five days because of the collateral damage that these quarantines cause. But they're not going to say sorry. And I got the receipts, man. Just go on the dad presents from March and April of last year. And you're here at all. There's doctors out there who have been saying this stuff for two years. Fauci, why are you so dumb? Why are these doctors smarter than you? Huh? If you're the best doctor in the world, then how come I'm smarter than you, Mr. Science? Hmm? The answer is, I'm not. I'm just a logical person who can look at data and come to a logical conclusion, but that's not even the main thing. The main thing is, I'm not a fucking liar. I don't lie like Fauci does because I don't have a financial motivation to lie. Let's forget for a second the assault On liberty that's gone on in the past year, the the mandates on masks, the mandates on the vaccine. Let's forget these assaults on freedoms for just a moment and let's focus on the fact that the Fauci administration has been wrong on every single thing they've said in the past year and now they're backpedaling. But they're still not backpedaling on the vaccines. That's the only thing. Pedal to the metal on vaccines still even though they're not working. Biden is still calling this a pandemic of the unvaccinated, even though millions of fully vaccinated people are getting it. And they're still trying to force feed us these vaccines, still trying to mandate it. It's in the Supreme Court right now. Why? Why? Why are they still forcing this down our throats? Well, the most likely answer is money. So after being wrong about literally everything, Fauci now wants to make masks mandatory to fly.
2: But if you're talking about requiring a vaccination to get on a plane domestically, that is just another one of the requirements that I think is reasonable to consider. If you want to do that with domestic flights, I think that's something that seriously should be considered.
0: Dude, Mr. Science, what the frick are you talking about? Dude, your vaccine doesn't work. It doesn't stop the spread. It doesn't keep you from getting sick. You need to quit your job, Fauci, move to Wuhan, and get your puppy murdering factory up and running and leave the rest of us alone. Get out of society. Get out of government. You now want to make us show papers in order to be able to travel. This is preposterous. And you want to do it to avoid Omicron? Omicron, a head cold. Five days in, unvaccinated, did not even have a shiver. I had a headache and a stuffed up nose and a sore throat. Your shot doesn't protect you from this headache. And you want to stop people from traveling. Bro, follow the science. But he won't. They won't. They're just going to keep pushing out propaganda just like they did this past weekend so that Pfizer and Moderna can keep slinging their legal dope. Float slip important messages amongst the flowers and the seeds. And the AIDS Healthcare Foundation's float is using (laughs) this futuristic landscape to encourage equity in global vaccination and treatments for COVID 19. There's the robot nurse ready to administer vaccines, and she gets her orange color from dehydrated carrots and orange lentils. And her work isn't needed uh, for the people participating in the parade today. attending the parade in the grandstands everyone here has to show proof of vaccination and it's also the winner of the queen award for the most outstanding presentation of roses look we've got children lining the streets to 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 see this stupid float we've got professional propagandists Dr. Sanjay Gupta appearing on Sesame Street with Big Bird to tell kids to get vaccinated. And in schools, we got kids performing propaganda songs in honor of the pharmaceutical companies. That's where we're at as a society. Hey, liberals, is this what you signed up for? Being salespeople and cheerleaders for Big Pharma? Remember when you used to consider yourselves people for the little guy and you used to think Big Pharma was evil? How'd they pull that fast one on you? How'd they do that? What happened to you, man? And notice in that video, they say equity and global vaccination. Okay, they say equity, not equality. Equity, that's that buzzword again. So if you're unfamiliar, equity does not mean equality. Equality means equal rights under the law. Equity means everyone gets the same thing. Equity is communism. Plain and simple. So the Rose Parade is now promoting communism. Cool. Now I know who wasn't at that parade, but had a great New Year's. AOC down in sunny Florida. So if you've been watching this show for a while, you know nothing bothers me more than blatant hypocrisy. Politicians and people with no principles who say one thing and do another. Well, this past weekend, our favorite AOC She oversees a district where two-year-olds are forced to wear masks in public or face fines. She got on a plane, flew down to the free state of Florida, and hung out with her boyfriend maskless having a good old time. First of all, AOC, why would you go to Florida? I mean, are you on a suicide mission? Are you trying to die? You've been telling everyone for two years that everyone in Florida is going to die. Don't hate yourself, AOC. You believe COVID is going to kill everyone, and you also believe that cloth masks save lives, or at least you did until last week. You believe that so much that you believe babies' parents should be fined if they don't have a mask on their baby, so maybe you should stay out of the danger zone in Florida and put on a fucking mask. Your hypocrisy is hideous. And now, after being called out on this stuff, does she apologize? No, of course not. They never apologize. She went on Twitter and she said the criticism of her is coming from Republicans who are sexually repressed and angry that they can't date her. That was her defense. Hey, lady, settle down. Settle down. I mean, y'all right. Y'all right, AOC. Y'all right. But you ain't all that. I mean,. If you weren't a disgusting, hypocritical politician, I might throw one at you. But you're a five out of 10 for New York City or California. So settle down. All right? My old lady is five times as hot as you and she's 15 years older. So just settle down. And I'm not a Republican. Now, guys, I want you to ponder. I want you to take a time out and I want you to ponder for just five seconds. What do you think would have happened if Donald Trump tweeted that Democrats only criticized him because they were sexually frustrated that he wouldn't date them. Holy shit. CNN would have spontaneously combusted. AOC's bug eyes would have burst out of her face. Her tits would have exploded. And Kamala Harris would have gone into one of her uncontrollable, awkward laughing fits. The, the, The cackling and shrieking from the media alone would have caused a splintering in the space-time continuum and probably caused an extinction event. Criticizing AOC means you're a sexually repressed Republican. That's where we're at in society. If you criticize a Democrat, it's because you can't get boners. Now, speaking of lying hypocrites who are never right, I want you to listen. You've probably heard this one already, but I'm going to play it for you anyway. I want you to listen to this Rachel Maddow video from March of 2021. Instead of the vaccine being able, excuse me, it means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were right. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug-resistant along the way, now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means... The vaccines will get us to the end of this if we just go fast enough to get the whole population. Now, keep in mind at that time, if you were watching The Dad Presents instead of handsome fella Rachel Maddow, you would have heard at that time that there are a lot of breakthrough cases with this vaccine already. And the VAERS data is showing over 5,000 deaths already. Okay, you would have heard that in April of last year when she put this video out. A girl I went to high school with, died a few days ago on her 48th birthday, a good girl. Now her family and her doctor both say it was because of the second Moderna shot and her doctor reported it as death to VAERS, death by vaccine to VAERS. And I don't want to, I don't want to get into that too much because it's private. I'm not going to say her name and it's super, super sad and I'm not going to speculate about it But that's the way it was reported. She was a healthy girl. She was an athlete when she was young. She was a sweetie pie. And everything sucks right now. But if you watched Dr. Corey yesterday, you would have learned that from Q2 of 2021 to present, total deaths in America from 18 to 65-year-olds are higher amongst the vaccinated than the unvaccinated for all-cause death. That's a fact. And you can verify it with CDC data. OK, so are we sure the vaccine's going to get us out of this mess? Are we sure mandating the vaccine is what we want to do? Fauci and the CDC and handsome feller Rachel Maddow, they're not the only ones who started changing their tune. Joe Biden sounds like he's given up on defeating COVID. The man who won the election because he said he was going to shut down the virus now says there's no federal solution for COVID which is just one more thing we told you two years ago. What
1: I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus, not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus, I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. There is no federal solution.
0: There is no federal solution. Hey kids, there's no federal solution. The best way to treat COVID is with leeches. Don't listen to those yellow belly toe suckers. Vote President Kamala 2022. So Joe says there's no federal solution, right? Yet he has no problem creating unconstitutional mandates on masks and vaccines that don't work. And what's so much worse is that he has no qualms censoring information, information that can save lives. I told you last week that Japan doctors started prescribing ivermectin in late September and they completely wiped out COVID in their nation. Our media does not cover it. Our president does not cover it. Nothing. Our media completely ignores it. Now, I want you to listen to this clip from the Joe Rogan podcast about Uttar Pradesh. All right. Now, keep in mind, the guy Joe is talking to is not some right-wing lunatic. He is Dr. Robert Malone, and he had a very central position in creating mRNA technology. So this is a qualified man. Pretty credible. So listen to this. Uh, were they using ivermectin as well? No. No. Uh, but other
2: countries have, like Japan and India and. Uttar Pradesh, as yeah. you know, has crushed COVID. The virus was just ripping through Uttar Pradesh. It has almost the same population as the United States. It's huge, okay? Um, dense, urban, poor, all the characteristics of the stereotypes of the Indian countryside. Um, and uh, the virus was just ripping through there and causing all kinds of death and disease. And the decision was made out of desperation in that province to deploy early treatments as packages widely throughout the province. And it included a number of agents. The composition has not been formally disclosed. It was done in coordination with, the United, with um, WHO. And – Whatever was in those packages um, was rumored to include ivermectin, Um, but there was a specific visit of Biden to Modi and um, a decision was made in the Indian government not to disclose the contents of those packages that were being deployed in Uttar Pradesh, which they're still there. And Uttar Pradesh is flatlined right now. The rest of the world is yelling about Omicron and and, and hospitalizations. Well, South Africa isn't. But uh, Uttar Pradesh is still flatlined in terms of deaths.
0: So they were visited by someone in the Biden administration? Right. No, there's
2: a meeting between Joe Biden and, and um, Modi.
0: And you and, believe that um, out of that meeting all they decided –
2: know- I don't know what they said. I didn't, wasn't invited. All I know is that immediately afterwards, there was a decision not to disclose the contents of what was being deployed in Uttar Pradesh.
0: It's so crazy to imagine that in the middle of a pandemic, there's one place, uh, one area of India that's extremely successful in combating the virus, and they're not going to say how they did it.
1: Oh, what's in the box? Not give me the what's gun? in the fucking box? Give me the gun. He just told you. You lied! You're a fucking liar!
0: Shut up! What's in the box, Joe? Joe, what did they defeat COVID with, Joe? Joe, why don't you want us to know? Joe, what is motivating you to keep this life-saving information secret? You've got information that wiped out COVID in an area with 13 million people living on top of each other, most of them unhealthy and poor. You got the information of how they did that. And you're keeping that information a secret and forcing others to keep it a secret. I I mean, if that's not murder, it's at least uh, involuntary manslaughter. It's, It's something, man. These people lie for their corporate pay daddies. And it's not unique to Joe Biden. This is how it's always been at least for as long as I've been alive. Corporations pull the strings to their puppets in Washington and fill their pockets with money and you pay the price. Politicians lie on their behalf. They lie on behalf of their corporate pay daddies, the pharmaceutical companies. And it's not new. We've seen this time and time again. We saw them lying on on behalf of their pay daddies in the military industrial complex for the wars in the Middle East. We saw politicians lie on behalf of their pay daddies in the tobacco industry for decades. We saw politicians lie on behalf of their pay daddies in the sugar industry. We saw them lie on behalf of their pay daddies in the pharmaceutical industry in regards to OxyContin, which is basically a heroin pill. There's a long history that proves this theory and time will eventually bring all of this to light. But by the time it comes to light, 55 years from now, when the pharmaceutical companies are finally forced to release the data on their vaccine studies, because Congress is keeping it under wraps for 55 years for some reason. I mean, if, if there's nothing to hide, why would they hide it for 55 years? Right? If there's nothing to hide, why do you hide it? If you don't have anything to hide, why are you hiding it? Simple question. Okay, so eventually all this will come to light in 55 years, but it will be long after they've already gotten what they want and you've paid the price for it. Now, if all this vaccine pushing is not about money, just tell me one thing. Answer me one question. I've asked this many times. If all of it is not about making money, if it's really about protecting the people, Why has government not suspended the intellectual property rights of these vaccines so that every pharmaceutical company in the world can mass produce them on the cheap and distribute them? I mean, Africa right now is still at 10% vaccination level. So, you know, they don't have a lot of money there. If we strip the intellectual property rights from Pfizer, companies in Africa could produce them on the cheap and sell them on the cheap. So if this is about protecting the world, why aren't we doing that? I asked that question in January of last year. Still haven't gotten an answer, but at least now some other people in the mainstream are starting to ask that question. Listen to this.
1: Huge pharmaceutical companies
0: are keeping the vaccine research a secret. They're deciding how many vaccines get made, how much to charge for them, and who gets vaccinated. This will no doubt leave billions of people behind. If you believe that COVID is an existential threat to society and you believe that the vaccines do work, then why aren't you standing on your rooftops screaming about this every night, screaming every night for government to suspend intellectual property rights of the vaccine so we can get them to the world? For all this talk about how sorely the vaccines are needed, I've not heard a single Democrat politician bring this up. I've not heard a single one of my liberal friends bring this up. I've not heard anyone bring this up. Okay, why? Do you not care about poor black and brown people in other countries? You're on the side of pharmaceutical companies instead of being on the side of poor brown and black people? Actually, take a second and ask yourself that. You believe that COVID is the biggest threat to humanity. You believe the vaccines can save them. Why aren't you calling your politicians and demanding they rescind intellectual property rights of the vaccines so they can be distributed quickly and cheaply? A lot of your friends right now who've been giving you hell for the last two years, a lot of your friends, they're starting to see the truth. And as they begin to walk into the light and become awakened, just keep in mind what the goal is for us. The goal is to win the battle for our freedoms. The goal is not to be right so that we can rub it into our friends and say, I was right, you were wrong. You know, that's what they want to do. That's not our goal. Don't do that. Because when you do that, it just pisses them off and it will be counteractive. We want to recruit them. We want them on our side. We want them to join us in our fight for freedom. And believe me, I have some arrogant friends who've given me all kinds of shit the past couple of years. I would love to stick a finger in their faces and, and that would probably even give me a fleeting moment of satisfaction, but it won't be good for that friendship and it won't be good for moving the freedom agenda forward. We want to bring people who are starting to see the light over to our side. So just, you know, yes, you've been right, guys, but swallow your pride. Swallow your pride like a 200-pound Puerto Rican prostitute who goes by the the handle throat goat and let's not be an I told you so group of people. Let your liberal friends have, have credit for coming to their new realization like they came to it on their own. Let them have the credit, okay? And then feed them the next step. Take them the next step. Get them over the goal line and let's build a motherfucking army for liberty. Save the tar and feathers and insults for Biden and Fauci and the corporate propagandist media. But don't do it in front of your liberal friends, because then that'll put them on the defensive. Now, if you didn't listen to the podcast with Joe Rogan and Dr. Robert Malone, I think it was the most important podcast of the year. Toot my own horn here, I think the second most important podcast of the year was Dr. Pierre Quarry on The Dad Presents a few days ago. Give both of those a listen, please. When Malone started talking about mass formation, psychosis, that really resonated with me. It's about the best term I've heard to describe what's been happening in America for the past five years. Just just mass formation, psychosis, and delirium. Listen to the clip.
2: From basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s, you know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, and... How did that happen? Um, The answer is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free floating anxiety in a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis, they literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders, the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you, I and I alone, okay? Can fix this problem for you, okay? Then they will lead, they will follow that person through, it doesn't matter whether they lie to him or whatever, the data are irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked, they are the other. <clears throat> this is central to mass formation psychosis. And this is what has happened. We had all those conditions. If you remember back before, 2019, everybody was complaining, the world doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we're all isolated from each other. We're all on our little tools. We're not connected socially anymore, except through social media. Um, and then this thing happened and everybody focused on it. That is how mass formation psychosis happens. And that is what's happened.
0: Here. Remember the term Trump derangement syndrome and the way everyone was always hysterical about that man and the way wokeness has taken over the country? It can all be explained by this, mass formation psychosis, and it's made our country sick. We are a sick nation right now. We have a country full of sick people, physically and mentally, and instead of helping them, we encourage them to embrace their mental illness. Watch this clip.
2: Hi. comments that were asking me to like explain my pronouns basically there's like several different like entities ghosts spirits whatever living inside of me at all times right and they all use like all different pronouns except for they never use she And there's a different one that, like, is in charge of everything, like, in charge of all of my actions every day, so my preferred pronouns change every day. So I just use all of them at any given time because it's useless to be, like, here's my pronouns for today and they are going to change tomorrow. And when you are referring to me, please, like, only use one of them in the sentence, don't use, like, multiple different pronouns in the same sentence because, like, they will get jealous. So, like try and like refrain from using like he and they in the same sentence and use like only he or only it or something
0: hi hi i now identify as michael jackson my pronouns are hi i now identify as chewbacca my pronoun is my friends if you are not watching on rumble or youtube you're missing out on the good stuff. I just had two wardrobe changes mid-show. Where else are you going to get that? I'm basically Britney, bitch. Speaking of Britney, have you been following her Instagram, guys? That woman is... She's having some mass formation psychosis, but I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting for that girl. Society did her wrong. Daddy did her wrong. Go Britney. Team Britney. Anyway, please go to YouTube. Super Bad Dad or Rumble. The Dad Presents hit the subscribe button and help feed my skinny Asian babies, all right? Now look, on that last clip, I'm not gonna make fun of that girl or, or they or bunny spirit or whatever she wants to be called. That is clearly a sick individual who needs help. But instead of giving her help, the powers that be want the rest of us to validate her mental illness as being legitimate. And I suppose it is possible that she has a bunch of spirits living inside of her, right? It's possible. I'm not going to say it's impossible. I don't know. I'm not going to say I don't know that she doesn't have a bunch of spirits living inside her. I don't know conclusively that there's not a daily ghost orgy happening inside of her body. You know, just a bunch of, just a bunch of jealous dude ghosts who love her and are fighting over and just shooting loads all over her brain, trying to claim her. It's possible right? Anything's possible. But it's also possible that my asshole is a portal to another dimension where gremlins have sex with broccoli and that's how planets are made. Anything's possible. But usually the simplest and most obvious thing is the correct answer. And the most obvious thing here is that this woman and all of they they's have some mental health issues. And until we can scientifically prove the unlikely scenario that she has multiple entities living inside of her fighting over control of her, we should do all we can to get her help instead of doing all of we can to silence people who question whether or not she's mentally ill. And I hope that doesn't come across as me picking on that girl. I don't mean to. And she's not a unique case. If you go on TikTok, it's congested with that kind of mental illness. And sadly, so are our kids' schools. I've told you about my kids' middle school. He said he only knows five girls in the whole school who identify as straight. That's a fact coming to you. That's a, that's a world exclusive from The Dad Presents. My kids' middle school, only five girls in the whole school identify as straight. So what's causing all this? What is causing this mass hysteria psychosis? Is it social media addictions? Maybe. Is it possible that the last two years of forcing children to wear masks at school and not being able to see facial social cues and develop accordingly and interact with friends? Maybe. Is it fear-mongering that's been going on for two years in the media? Maybe that has something to do with the the amount of outrageous mental illness we see. Maybe. I mean, since Face the Nation made it official and said cloth masks don't work, maybe we can stop making the kids wear t-shirts on their faces. And maybe we can stop saying the masks are harmless because that's clearly a lie. They are not harmless. Neither is the isolation we forced upon these children. Children are killing themselves in record numbers. That's happening. It's an inconvenient fact, and we can't sweep it under the rug. Despite the admissions that Fauci and Biden are making by changing tune without actually making verbal admissions, some places like California and New York are still dialing up the intensity of the COVID mandates. New York's governor tried to push through a law, Now, get this. I want you to pay close attention to this. They tried to push through a law that would allow them to imprison anyone without a trial if that person posed a a public health safety risk to society. Do you have any idea how dangerous that is? Let me read it to you. Okay, it was New York Bill A-416. In the event that the governor declares a state of emergency due to an epidemic of any communicable disease, upon determining by clear and convincing evidence that the health of others is or may be endangered by a case and the opinion of the governor may pose an imminent and significant threat to the public health resulting, the governor may order the removal or detention of such person for such period and in such manner as the department may direct. That was an actual law that was going to be voted on on January 5th in New York to give the governor power to lock up anyone. Okay? Luckily for everybody, the New York Libertarian Party pushed back hard and got that stricken from the record and stricken from the agenda. I mean, can you even imagine? Can you even imagine? That's what's going on in Australia. They determine you to be a public health risk, whether you have COVID or not. No trial. They pluck you out of your home. They throw you in prison. You get an hour a day in the yard. Just go on TikTok or Facebook and you see videos, hundreds of them, of Australians posting videos from their little COVID prison. It can happen here. It can happen here. If people don't wake up and fight back. And this law was brought to you from the people, the Democrats, the ones who keep talking about how democracy is under assault. Wake up, man. What is a greater assault on democracy than throwing someone in prison without a trial? Now, again, more and more people are seeing the light every day and more people every week reach out to me and tell me that they appreciate the things that I say. I appreciate people reaching out to me and telling me that they appreciate me and the things I'm putting out there. However, what I want you to know is that you got to do it too. You got to get over this fear. And one way you can get over this fear is you can trust me when I tell you that there are more of you than there are of them. There are way more people out there who are holding back, who are afraid to speak out because they think they're in the minority. But you're not in the minority. You're in the majority. And if you don't start speaking up soon, we don't win. What's going on in the Supreme Court right now could change American history forever. Okay, They could mandate that you have to give your children this medicine, which has already killed 21,000 people per VAERS, okay? Not per MAT, per the VAERS database, 21,000 deaths from the vaccine. Okay, don't you think you should be able to decide whether or not your kids get that? You gotta start speaking up now. It's on you. You gotta start speaking up. All of this is a real and present danger, and you need to take it serious. You can fight it. Be fearless. That's how we win. There's far more of us than you think. The silent majority needs to stand up and start banging some pots and pans and making noise. The last thing I want to mention on this show is that on January 23rd, there's going to be a massive protest in D.C. to defeat the mandates. Go to it if you can. And be smart. Show strength in numbers by going and being present, but steer steer way clear of any obvious feds trying to talk you into doing some stupid shit. Stay out of the Capitol. Do not get violent, but stand up for liberty, guys. I love you. Keep fighting. Come back next week for the show. We have another guest for you. I promise. And check out the last show with Doctor Pierre Corey. He was spreading love and liberty and sending out some serious knowledge out into the universe, and you got to hear it. Thank you so much. Love you all.